Welcome to this week's GNC show. Do you know I like that name? Only because you're the initials first. That's why I like it. Uh, I'm, I'm not <laughs> stupid. Mama didn't raise a fool. Praise uh, God. So good evening, good evening to everybody joining us. This I like this little setup here because I can see close up here who has joined us. Welcome. It's Friday, April the 12th. It's a little after seven o'clock here in the UK. This is the GNC show, the all new name for what used to be known as Wednesday Night Live. Except, of course, like you pointed out in our little YouTube video, it's not Wednesday anymore. So we can't, <laughs> we can't call it Wednesday can't Live. Can't call it Wednesday Night Live, but we're not live on a Wednesday. How you, was your you, week? Um, uh, let's, let's not ask how my week was. <laughs> Let's not depress everybody as we start. Let me ask you this. You're looking a bit different from last week. Let's not point that out. Let's let's leave that for people to notice. <laughs> let's not point that out. <laughs> yes, she had her hair done. Looks good though, I'll give you credit for that one. It does look good. Love you too, Brother Nigel. <laughs> Thank you, I can't get used to it. She and I woke up this morning Looked at myself and I scared myself, Kai. Like, what? Welcome did to I my do? world. I what wake up I every do? morning and scare myself in the mirror. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, uh, what else is news? So, yeah, how was your week? Well, uh, I'm probably going to mention it a little bit in tonight's GNC show, but I haven't had the best of weeks, let's put it that way. But then I haven't had the worst of weeks either, so it's kind of somewhere in the middle, I suppose. But it fits in nicely with, you know, tonight's show. Yeah, got yeah. A, got yeah. a good title for you. So let me know how you guys are. Send a little uh, little message right there in the comments. Tell us oh, where you're watching and how yes. you're doing. We got a new email address for you. It's cdtv.me. No, that's wrong. CDTV, that's the website. Oh, I'm confused already. CDTV at mail.com. So where's your little gadget where you just click the thingy-majigger and it puts it up there? Over there in my bag. Because as you can see, I'm not live streaming from a laptop tonight. I feel a little strange tonight as we're live streaming. And um, I guess it's because the title is going to sum up what we talked about when we, we mentioned circumstances. Is, it, uh, is that your life or is it just a lie? And... Um, you know, my circumstances at the moment are a little up in the air, kind yeah. of difficult and need a little bit of um, direction to move forward. And I'll come to that in a minute, but you... Can, can, I, can I explain uh, how we came to what we wanted to talk about yeah, go for broke. tonight? So um, yesterday uh, was the 11th, right? All day. All day. Yesterday was the 11th. On Facebook, when you have posted things over the years, it will give you a kind of a, rem not a reminder, what is it called, Kai? A reminder. Yeah, of what you have posted a year ago, two years ago, whatever, how many years ago you've posted it on that specific day. And um, so yesterday, when I went on Facebook, it showed me what I had posted seven years ago. It was seven years ago. What I had posted seven years ago, and I looked at it, it was a quote by somebody. I looked at the quote, and seven years ago, I actually agreed with what was said in that quote. But when I read it yesterday morning, I literally stopped Kai, and I thought, 
I don't know if I believe this anymore. I don't know if I agree with this anymore. Mm. Have I grown over these seven years? You know, am I, did something happen over these seven years that have caused me to have a different mindset or different outlook uh, concerning this mm. subject? I, I don't know, but I no longer believed what I wrote seven years ago. And here is the quote, and I'm gonna read it to you. It's by Stephen, R. Covey, am I saying that correct? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It says, I am not a product of my circumstances. I'm a product of my decisions. Let me repeat that again. I am not a product of my circumstances. I'm a product of my decisions. And I looked at that and I thought, well, there was a time in my life, Kai, where I was one of these people who would say to somebody, when they would tell me, yeah, but you know, it's not as easy to just do certain things. I would say, yeah, but it, you're one decision away from making that change. You're one decision away from uh, doing this or that, or, you know, one decision away. It's not, it's not your circumstance. And I would argue like that. It's not your circumstance. You can't blame your circumstances. You can't keep on looking at your circumstances or where you are. You just got to make a decision. I'm going to get up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But I don't believe that anymore because it takes more than just making a decision. And I don't believe anymore that I am a product of my or that I'm just the product of my decision. Because we talked about it yesterday, Kai. Unless you have a change of mindset, why am I doing that? I don't know. But unless you have a, <laughs> unless you have a change in how you think, I don't think you'll be able to make that decision. You won't be able to see what somebody else might be seeing, Kai, because you are so stuck in that circumstances, the situation or whatever it is that you are in. I, I talk to you about things that, and I don't, I don't have to explain it all in detail, but I, I told you about things back in South Africa. Mm. For all of you who don't know, I am, I'm a South African, uh, more Welsh, but I'm South African. <laughs> I'm saying more Welsh because I haven't lived in that country for so long. Well, I was just about to say, you can, I don't know, you can call yourself South African. No, You've been out of the country longer than you lived in I it. I can't call myself South African anymore, but yeah, I am South African. And um, uh, for all of you who know that, you know, we have had for so many years, and yeah, I'm going to talk about it. For so many years, <laughs> for so many years, our country had this horrible apartheid regime. Everybody knows it. Everybody talks about it. When, when Nelson Mandela became president, it was on everybody's lips. It was a wonderful time in South Africa. And then I was there. somebody, I had a conversation with somebody, Kai, and I said, because the person was telling me about how there were still people, even after the new government is now, you know, in control in South Africa and we've done away with apartheid, you know, um, there are, what I believed is there were there were more opportunities for more, you know, people of color. Mm -hmm. 
and I couldn't understand why there were so many people still living in poverty, so many people still struggling, so many people not getting up and doing something better with their lives. If things have changed in South Africa, I couldn't understand, well, why can't you just get up and, and you know, the thing that you've been wanting for so long, why don't you just take a hold of it now and make something of yourself? And the person said to me, Grevelin, it's not always that easy because these people have been programmed a certain way for so long that it is not going to be that easy to say to these people, you need to just make a decision to get out of that situation. If they have been told one thing for so many years, it's going to take for these people to reprogram their minds. I'm talking a lot now. Keep going. What, 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 is this, what is the scripture that talks, is Romans 12, 12 2. 2, that and talks being about... Being not conformed to this world, but being transformed being by transformed. renewing the mind. So, you know, it's going to take more than just making... That's, that's just my, my feeling on it. It's going to take more than just uh, making a decision. But, do you know, I'm actually ashamed of myself for... What, what did she say? Lubna <laughs> said South African and more Welsh than American accent. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's an ethnic nightmare, I promise you. But... Um, I felt, uh, you know, I need to go back and apologize to this person for thinking that certain people were just plain lazy and not just getting up and making a decision to do something better with their lives. I do understand for somebody who, had, who lived in South Africa and who had seen these kind of horrible, horrible things firsthand, you know, um, I know how difficult it is for some people just to get up and decide to make if you're gonna make the decision then there is a lot more other factors that's gonna need to be involved here you're gonna need people to help you you are going to need those op open doors you are gonna need the opportunities guy you cannot just coming from nothing think all by yourself with nobody else's help yeah. you're gonna make a decision and now I'm just gonna no 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 you're gonna need people we said it yesterday no man is, is an island oh. it's gonna take more than just making a decision to get you from where you were out of those circumstances to where you eventually want to be so well I, I agree completely with that and and you know one of the things that we decided to do when we launched the new look, the GNC show, or how we were going to, was, um, Lady G and I had a a concrete agreement with each other that the one thing we would always try to deliver on was transparency and openness, um, something that sometimes is withheld in ministry and and not for any reason other than um, trying to help you. Um, so in my tenure of ministry there were a lot of times I've not shared um, the full depths of what we might be going through or what I might go through. I have to mm. stop calling myself we. That's years as a bishop coming out there but um, that's not something I, I currently do. So uh, Pastor Anna good to have you on and uh, I pray that you're well. Love you too. But um, oh, I love you, Pastor Anna. I, I've just come through, or I, I'm coming through, probably um, what has been for me the most disastrous season of my life. We talked a little bit last week about it. And as I'm coming through that, 
I have made multiple decisions about how my life is going to be moving forward. Right. But in making the decision, nothing changed. You, Pastor Anna, you and, you and Pastor Arturo need to come back to London and come and visit us. But going back to what you were saying, you make a decision to change. You know, I've been conditioned like you. You're just one decision away from. The problem was I made that decision and nothing happened. And how many times did you find yourself making that same decision and never really moving on I, from making that decision it, into in, actually in, in my life in what i've done there were multiple times i made a decision like that this time was different right this time i made a decision to never ever do ministry the way i had done before right and for everybody watching you'll be surprised to hear me say this but right now i'm not even i'm 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 struggling with the idea of continuing to do ministry um, and that's going to be a surprise to a lot of people. But the reason I say that is, in my own life, right. I feel like even though I've made that decision to make the change, sometimes you have to understand that there are circumstances that will continually work against you fulfilling the change. Yesterday I said to Lady G, I put a tweet out a couple of days ago and the tweet I put out was about resistance and I just gave resistance a definition and it, it, in the case of like the title of tonight's live stream is circumstances life or lie are you the product of your circumstances or are you a product of your decisions well it doesn't matter what you decide resistance is a universal force that will stop any individual from changing uh, uh, by any means necessary and that that resistance is proportional to the magnitude of the change you're trying to make so I hear people all the time and I've had a lot of people tell me you know it seems like life was against me it seems like the universe was against me it seemed like uh, some people even say it seems like God was against me you know the devil's against me whatever term you you, you use to, was against them. There, there is the recognition of the fact that there is a resistance to right. The change that you're trying to make when I look through history you know just going through the Bible when I look at the Exodus the children of Israel came out of of Egypt they came out free men free yes. women free children yes they left free Pharaoh said take your people and leave you're free go and here we read the account in in Exodus where they're sitting in the wilderness and still thinking like slaves in Egypt because, like you said, there wasn't a mindset change. No mindset change, yeah. The problem is when you don't make a mindset change, when, when you move into a new season or you make a decision and start to move forward, if you continue to think in the old way, you will revert to type. Right. You, you'll go back to the way that you used to be. You'll go back to the decisions that you used to make. You'll go back to a life you said you've decided not to live anymore. Yeah. So here I am, 42 years of age, reevaluating everything I do, reevaluating every part of my life, reevaluating even the goals that I have, uh, I've held for my future, trying to find a way forward out of the most difficult and most disastrous season I've ever experienced. And God knows I've been through some seasons. 
you it's know. It's been feeling like a long one too, hasn't it? Well, this one has been. This was probably been one of the longest I've ever had in my life. But in all of that, having then made a decision, this is what I'm going to do to move forward. And no matter how I've made the decision, everything in my life is literally pushing back hmm. against me to prevent me from moving forward. To, 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 it, it, that this week for me has been hell, mentally, emotionally, sp uh, not spiritually, but mentally and emotionally. I, I've been so high at, what, at the beginning of the week and I've been the depths of despair by the middle of the week. And you know today, because I told you earlier on, I didn't even, I, this stuff I didn't want to do today. Uh, two hours ago, I wasn't even sure if I wanted to come on and live stream. But I, I can honestly say two hours ago, I said to Lady G, I think I'll just postpone it. I just can't get my mind into this today. Why am I like that? Because everything in life is pushing back. Everything in life is, is literally trying to stop you. It's like the old proverb you say, you take three steps forward, you take two steps back. Except in this case, you take two steps forward and you take three back. Because every time you get knocked back, it seems to knock you back a little bit further than you were the last time. And it's always the unexpected. It's always the thing you didn't see coming. It's, yeah. the, uh, it's the thing you're never prepared for that hits you harder, that knocks you further, that pushes you down a little bit deeper. So I've been trying to think this week, you know, when, since you mentioned that quote, quote by Stephen Covey, and I've read The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, great book, but am I really a product of my decisions? Could I ever truly be a product of my decisions when no matter what I decide, life, circumstance, whatever term you want to give it, gets in the way? When it, when it pushes back at you harder than you can push. You know for years, I have taught what is momentum. Momentum is the force behind a moving object greater than the opposing force hmm. in front of the moving object. It's not the actual force of the moving object. Right. They're, they're opposing forces. The problem is in my own life right now, I feel like the momentum has shifted because the opposing force in front of me is they're greater than the thing pushing me driving me forward and it, it it's one of those situations it's one of those seasons um that i'm going through where i it feels like it doesn't matter what i decide it doesn't matter which avenue i go it doesn't matter how i go forward or how i try to go forward however i try to 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 you know make that decision nothing seems to be the right way. Miss Lillian asks, doesn't God um, guide us in our decisions? Not always, unfortunately. Sometimes he leaves you to make a decision. Dr. Manton said decisions for moving forward powerfully must be made about your environment, relationships and activities. They're crucial. I agree, sir. I agree, they are. So, you know, Kai, I was saying to you, sorry for interrupting you. Oh, that's is, great. is it okay for me? Ooh, go for broke. <clears throat> I was saying to you yesterday when we when I looked at this quote that I've posted, mm -hmm. and you know me, I am not gonna post anything or put anything out there that I do not believe 100%. You know, I'm very slow in really posting things out there. Mm. Um, and I, I absolutely believe this with all of, all of my heart, but when I thought about, and I'm gonna use the South African example again, because to me it is just, for me, experience this is the best example I can come up with you know uh, there was a time where 
if it was as easy as making a decision then a lot of people would have been in a lot of you know better places mm -hmm. sooner yep, a lot of people had to wait many years before they could actually taste the grapes <laughs> yeah because why i believe that in in that in, instance or you know in that case that the circumstances were actually um or they were the product of their circumstances was because things were it's the word imposed on them mm -hmm. these people were, were were you can't go you can't go into this place because you're the wrong color mm -hmm. you, you 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 know you can't go to this school you can't go to this university you can't get a job here you can't because of the, the color of your skin um <laughs> so making a decision well, I am going to go to that university. Guess what's going to happen? <laughs> You're going to be locked up because there were laws that that did not permit you to go to that university. So that to me just proved that that quote can't be completely well, right. I'm, I'm... Because it wasn't just about making it. Some people are placed in a position, Kai, where their desire to want to do better or better their future is almost not in their hands because somebody is over them treating them like a slave and you know they, they it's like having your free will taken away from you mm -hmm. and i've seen that so i wanted to go to a particular university you did mm -hmm. i wanted to go to cambridge university i didn't make, did, i didn't get the grades As a but it wouldn't have been because of how you looked or the color of your skin or no, anything the, like that wouldn't but there were imposed circumstances it's the same principle yeah. there were, yeah they, you they, had a decision they, but it doesn't mean you, i, I yeah. decided i was going to cambridge university when i finished school unfortunately the imposed circumstances were you i needed three a plus grades well i made a decision a when i was young i was going to be an air hostess right oh i was going to be flying everywhere and then i had my letter back that i was too short at the time However, nowadays you get very short. Do you know, I'm so glad she made me promise <laughs> as we do the GNC show not to be sarcastic anymore. Because if you remember from our old live streams, I could be really sarcastic. Because <laughs> when you said I had a dream of being a air hostess, I was going to say she's had her head in the clouds ever since. But there we go. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. You opened that one right up. You line them up and I'll knock them down. <laughs> I should think before I speak. Oh, but it, it's true though. It, it is true. You know, the, the, the problem is circumstances are circumstantial. I can't concentrate now. That threw me for a loop. Circumstances are circumstantial. And the problem with circumstantial yep. surrounding circumstantial environments is they're trying to make you believe they're a fact when yep. they're not. It's not. You see, to use your example, because like presumption, you, it's not. Fact. Yeah, but like, to use your example of apartheid, right? Yeah. That's a great example of of imposed circumstances. The problem is this, right? That the the circumstances that were imposed on a people mm. within a nation were not right. Yes. They were not just. They were not a, 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 a the opinion of the greater part of society. Yeah. But after so many years of that imposition, it became an ideology 
and now the ideology has become a way of life. And that's the danger of circumstantial living. Yeah. It's also the great lie of circumstances that it will convince you that what you see is true, what you see is, is factual evidence when it's not. You cannot go to court in the UK, in the US, in Europe, in, in most civilized countries and win a case based on circumstantial evidence. Mm -hmm. I've studied many, many legal cases because at one point I was going to give up the, 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 when I was in the ministry, I was going to give it up and become a lawyer. I shouldn't say become a lawyer. I was going to go back into law, as you know. That concept of winning a case based right. on circumstantial evidence. Most judges wouldn't even try a case on circumstantial evidence. They want fact. They want proof. And, and you would have to, for example, right? You, you would have to convince a jury beyond reasonable doubt to someone's guilt or innocence. Yeah. But you needed factual evidence for that. Right. Circumstance is too speculatory. It's too either here or there. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's hearsay. It's, it's, this could have been, but it's, it's presenting that circumstantial evidence. You know, as a lawyer, when, you, when you're, you're training for your law degree, or in the UK, training to sit the bar, right? You're taught how to present a case in a court. And you're taught to present what they call alternative facts. But the facts that you're presenting are not an alternative fact. You're presenting a circumstantial case, a circumstantial story, in the basis or in the hope that you're going to convince the jury that what you're presenting is true. It's all circumstantial. Your life, what you're going through, the evidence of what you're seeing is circumstantial because it is subject to change. The problem is it's not one decision that's going to change it. It doesn't matter how many times people tell you you're one decision away from wealth, you're one decision away from destiny, you're one decision away from the greatest change in your life, you're one decision away from the greatest season of your life. You're not. You're multiple decisions away, but you're multiple corresponding actions to go with those yeah. decisions. You may be going through a situation where, you know, let's say, I don't want to use it as because it's a horrible um, thing, <coughs> but what, what if you, you haven't got enough money coming in? Because most of us are in that situation, especially in this day and age. And Lord knows where we'll be after Brexit and everything else. But what if you don't have a... Well, people tell you, well, you're one decision away from wealth. No, you're not. Because you can decide that I'm going to be wealthy, I'm going to, I'm going to be prosperous, I'm going to be all of these things. But what if you don't have the qualifications to get the job that you think you could do? And that's a requirement. What if you're incapable of pertaining to a higher level? What if somebody in the company you're working for doesn't like you and is going to block your, your career progression? What if the company you work for went bankrupt tomorrow? Was that... Oh, oh, was that a godly decision? Was that you one decision away? Yeah. You have to take into account that no matter what you decide, the circumstances, there's going to be a lot in your life that is going to be opposed <coughs> to uh, 
what you're trying to do. And the biggest decision you've got to make is to not be a victim of the circumstances. Right. It's not a decision to, I'm going to change my life. That is important. The most difficult decision you'll make and the most difficult decision I'm making is that I will not be a victim of my circumstances, which means that I'm going to have, I'm going to, have to do a lot of actions. I'm going to have to be involved in a process. I'm going to have to make multiple decisions at multiple points in my life to stop me being a victim of my current circumstances and in my future to prevent my circumstances from ever returning. Right. Go back to the children of Israel. What happens? They are so hard in their hearts because they're still thinking with a slave mentality that God says they'll never see the land I promised them. I'll kill an entire generation. You don't want to be in that place where you're so unable to shift into the next, the future, the, the destiny, the whatever you want to call it, purpose, that you die in the, in the circumstances of yesteryear, but living in a completely different set because it's your mindset that kills you. That's why Paul said, be not conformed to this world. What's the world? It's mm. the, the thing that you live in. Seven billion people on the planet, which means there's seven billion different worlds in existence. You don't want to be um, conformed to the life that you're living, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. What is the renewing of the mind? It is changing a mindset. It is changing. It's more than changing the way you think. It is changing a whole lifestyle based on your ability to think different, to think higher, to think bigger, to think further, to think stronger. You've got to reprogram yourself. Yes, it is. Now, we talked about it a little before. I think I'll, I'll mention some of it now. Excuse me a second. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, if you watch our YouTube channels, we posted a video where in it I talked about what is the subconscious because yeah. we talk about the subconscious mind. Scientists have now proven that your subconscious mind is your entire human body. Your muscles, your nerves, everything. <coughs> you know, bodybuilders t tell you about muscle memory. You know, sports people tell you about muscle memory. When you get up and I haven't played golf in years. We went to the driving range, what do I do? Swing the club and hit the ball dead straight. Muscle memory. So if your muscle has a memory, your whole body forms part of your subconscious. Yeah. What's your subconscious? The memory system. So when Paul is talking about being not conformed to this world but being transformed by the renewing of the mind, he's talking about completely reprogramming every single part of you to live at a higher level, to live in a higher dimension, to live at a higher plane of existence. All of the new age terms that they use. To live a godly life. Because everything in this body of mind I don't know why I just made the sign of the cross doing that, but everything in the, this body of Lady G's is purposed by the carnal nature of humankind to be completely in opposition to what God wants for you in your life, yes, how true. God wants you to move forward. So you have to continually reprogram this. And it's not a case of saying this morning, well, I'm going to have a different mindset. Boom, and it happens. You will have to fight your carnal nature. You will have to fight your flesh every single day. Until you get to a point where, you know, when I'm driving down the road or, or, or you're doing something and you do it instinctively, they go, oh, I got this, it's second nature. 
second nature. What's second nature? It's subconsciously locked away. It's you've programmed yourself. I do it all the time. We we travel to London a lot, or used to, haven't for a long yeah, time. For a long time. But we used to travel to London a lot. And the number of times I left here in Haverford West, drove through a town called Carmarthen, which is 30 miles away, got to the other side and couldn't even remember going through it. Why? Second nature, instinctive. I drove the 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 journey from here to London completely instinctively. Didn't even have to think about it. I get in my car now. I don't have to think about gear changes. I don't have to think about it in mine because mine's an automatic. <laughs> but when I drive a manual, I don't have to think about doing it. I don't have to, to, to you know, I don't have to check is the clutch all the way in. Am I, I don't have to look at the gear stick to find I'm, I'm pushing the right gear. It's instinctive. I know where it is. Why? You've done it so many times. I've programmed my body instinctively I programmed the second nature I, I don't like calling it second nature because it's actually your first nature the thing that you do instinctively the thing that you do subconsciously is the thing you do primarily it's not your second nature it's the thing you always revert to right when they talk about reverting to type your type is what's programmed so in your subconscious so think of it like this, right? They talk about, because we're talking about circumstances, you know, life or life. Uh, am I a product of my circumstances? Am I a product of my decisions? They say, psychologists, psychiatrists, even scientists, they say that most of a child's emotional development takes place in the first eight years of their life. By the time a child is eight, they are emotionally developed to a point that after that, it's going to take a lot of effort to reprogram or break. Right. right. So who do you spend the first eight years of your life primarily with? Your parents. Especially the first four or five in the UK before kids go off to school. So what's that saying? The rest of my life is determined by circumstantial ideology imposed on me by my parents. In the Catholic Church, they say, give me a child, give me a child to their eight and they'll be Catholic for the rest of their life. Why? Because you become so indoctrinated in an ideology that an ideology becomes a lifestyle. So it becomes immensely overwhelming and difficult to break that, which is why you have to accept that your decisions are not enough to break it on your own. Right now, in my own life, sharing from my heart, being open and transparent, there are some personal issues I'm going through where I've got people standing with me. But to go back to the thing I used to do, to go back to, to ministry, to go back to doing, preaching or traveling around, I need people to help me. Because right now, what I used to do is the doors are closed. Unfortunately, I'm in a, you know, you're in a situation, being an itinerant minister as I was, you're in a situation where if you're out of the circuit for a long time, like I've been, then it's very difficult to get back on it, you know. But it's the same in any career. If you if you've if you've been ill and been out of work for six plus months, the first day you go back, it's very difficult to get back into a job that you did without even thinking about it. Yeah. You know? So you have to accept that your circumstances are gonna play a huge decision, uh, a huge part, I should say, not decision, a huge part in shaping the life you're living. And if you want to change that, you're not only going to have to change your, de your decision-making capability and change the decisions you're making, mm -hmm. you're going to have to do something to change your circumstances as well. Yeah. Because if you don't change your circumstances, they'll push back. 
they will they will push back harder than you can imagine goes back to what I was saying about resistance it's the force working against you I sound like something out of Star Wars in Luke views the force but it's that resistance is is the overwhelming force that is determined to stop you from making the changes you need to make by any means necessary and that force will always be proportional to the magnitude of the of the change you're trying to make right now i'm trying uh, i can't speak for lady g you were quiet tonight but that's okay i said a lot in the beginning if you missed it go back and watch the beginning after we're done but i literally have to change every single part of my life because of what i'm coming through and the force pushing back at me to not make those changes i'm not gonna lie when i tell you some days like today like yesterday it feels like it's crushing me that's the openness that's the transparency we promised i feel like it's crushing me there are days when I've been there in the last seven months. There were days I didn't even get out of bed. I just couldn't. I've heard it all manner of idioms and, and adages for, you know, when life pushes, uh, when life pushes you, push back harder. Sometimes it's not that easy. Sometimes you don't have it in you to push back. When you, to make, when you need to make decisions, sometimes you don't have the ability to make that decision. That's why the Bible says in the multitude of counselors, there's safety or wisdom as one mm. translation puts it. You need people. John Bone wrote that poem and said, no man's an island. There's a scripture in the, in the where is it? I think it's in, is it in Proverbs? Did I write it down? Ecclesiastes, is that the one? The one no, Proverbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Ecclesiastes, it talks about, you know, one is better than two, and a threefold cord is not easily broken. Proverbs 15 talks about no man lives alone and no man dies alone. You need people. I need people. Sometimes you just got to dig in. You, you just got to dig a little deeper. Not not even try and push back. Just dig in and hold ground. I think that's one of the, the hardest lessons I ever had to learn was, you know, when I didn't feel like pushing back, when I didn't think I had it in me to push back, when I knew I didn't have the strength to push back. I just had to... Uh, dig my feet into the sand a little bit and just hold ground mm. you might not feel like you can push back you might not feel like there's, a, there's fuel in the tank to drive you forward but in that case don't try in that case just hold ground I like the fact that you know in, in the Pentecostal church we used to say push means pray until something happens I remember that See, I've said many times, and oh, I've got so many people get upset with me for saying this, but I, I stand by it. Everything in the scripture has convinced me of it. I keep telling people, prayer doesn't change you. Uh, prayer doesn't change things. It changes you till God changes the things. Prayer doesn't change your circumstances. It changes you till God changes your circumstances. Whatever it is that you're pushing against, prayer is not going to change it. It's going to change you till God changes that. That's the whole purpose of praying. It's not about changing what I'm facing. It's about changing me. So that in God's strength, in God's power, the thing will change. Now, God may use you to do it, but not without a change. Remember I used to sing that old song, Everything Must Change. Sometimes I feel like that every day. 
That was going to be like my life's anthem at one point. I remember Reinhard Bonker being in Cardiff in 2000, no, 1995, I think it was, 94, 95, 94. And he preached a message. And uh, it was such a, such a thought-provoking message, but the title was Constant Changes Here to Stay. Everything in your life changes every day. T tomorrow's a different day to today. That's why moods change. That's why, why you know, feelings change. Everything changes. But are you a product of your circumstances or are you a product of your decisions? You're, you're a combination of both. You can't be one or the other. Your circumstances will work against you. So you make a decision to... to uh, I don't know why that keeps going off tonight. You make a decision to, to fight against it. And your decisions will work against you because we all make bad decisions at some point. When you feel as weak as a kitten, this is when you have to walk by faith, not by feelings. I agree with that, Brother Alan. The problem is, what do you do when your faith isn't getting you through either? And I've faced that in the last few months. You know, that I was, it's funny you saying that, I saying that, because the Bible says have faith. That's what Jesus wants us to get to, just have faith. So when God says have faith, I think the correct response or the most appropriate response is I believe I will. Are you a product of your circumstances or are you a product of your decisions? I think you're a product of both. Your decisions will alter your circumstances. Your circumstances will force decisions. And you will have to work between the two. So, thank you for joining us for this week's GNC show. A little bit somber, a little bit different to last week. But, you know, we said we'd go as the spirit leads and... and uh, let's just be real and open and honest with each other. Let's deal in reality rather than dealing in the nonsense that we have done for so many years. Life is real. And life kicks at you. Kicks at you. Kicks at you. I can't even talk tonight. What did you put in my tea? You moved the tea. <laughs> life kicks. And you have to kick back. But sometimes, sometimes you just need to stand still. Can you change your circumstances? Yes. Can you make better decisions? Yes. Don't give up. Don't think the way you're at is the be-all and end-all. It's not. If you make a bad decision, seek counsel. That's what the Bible teaches us. The multitude of counselors is safety. It's wisdom. Every time I feel like I'm incapable of making a major decision, I seek counsel. Even when you make a good decision, still seek counsel. You know, you, you can meet people. I made what I thought was a good decision just a few weeks ago. I sought counsel. All the people I sought, all I sought, uh, all the people I sought counsel from, all gave me the same advice, completely independent of each other. Made the decision, turned out to be a real bad one. So even the multitude of counselors, you, you've got to, you've got to get it on. Praise God, this has been good. It's good to be back with you. The GNC show continues. Next week, we'll I love that name. Only because your initials first. I keep saying it. That's the only reason she likes that name. Because when I that was God inspired. For those of you that used to watch the live streams way back in in last year, when we were doing them before we we had to take a a, a lengthy sabbatical, I at one point I said I think we ought to change the name from Wednesday Night Live. 
right? So we asked you for some ideas and we didn't change it because the ideas were good, but nothing really just stood out. So as we began to plan and, and get ready to come back and start live streaming and doing all that, I said to, to Lady G, I got an idea. Let's call the sh let's call the show the G and C show. Correct? Not just because it sounds good, but I had another idea. Originally I was going to call it the C and G show. Right? That would get sound a bit. Me, Kai, her, her you know, Lady G being gribbling, C and G. Huh? The problem is this, in the UK, for those international viewers, C&G was a bank, a building society actually, called Cheltenham and Gloucester. Those were their initials, C&G. So when I went to look at if we trademarked the name or if we patented the name, could we do it? I couldn't call it C&G because they owned the rights to it. But what was it so, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> It doesn't matter how I try and justify it, she got away. But it does sound better. It does come off the, the tongue a lot easier as well. So if you're watching this on the YouTube as well, thank you so much for joining us oh, and replay. being on the replay. And, uh, and for everybody that's listening to the podcast, I hope you're enjoying it. We're oh, we do a podcast as well? I give up. Really no, I didn't know. Yeah, we podcast as well. So once we oh. finish, once we finish broadcasting, I'll take the audio from this and we'll podcast. Well, look at that. So if you're not getting the audio, there's other stuff that we put on the podcast that doesn't go on Facebook and Periscope and YouTube. Um, if you want to go check it out, you we're on iTunes, Spotify, uh, pretty much every. Uh, um, podcasting platform there is that you can find you can find us tune in radio we're even on there apparently how do i not know about this i don't know i give up if you're not already subscribe on youtube to lady g and myself Thank you go check out the podcast on itunes or google um i don't know what their podcasting thing is uh, google music or whatever it is spotify we're on there as well and uh, until we see you some point next week just a hint a little word of advice little heads up won't be friday next week we will be friday on earlier it won't be friday because next friday is good friday and we will not be on good friday i've got other stuff to do we can come on saturday good friday and you won't want to do it on saturday because just for you all to know next saturday oh <gasps> it is isn't it yes it is she's oh 21 again it is my birthday next Saturday. I wish I hadn't said that now. Oh my goodness, it's my birthday next Saturday. I almost forgot. Yes, after 21, they're all my anniversaries. My goodness, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I've been bragging about it on the 1st of April. How can I forget it? I don't know. It's so check my us birthday. Out. Find Lady G, find myself, Facebook, Periscope, Instagram, Twitter, uh, where else? YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Google Music. I think we're on Amazon Music as well, actually. I have no idea what you've done with it. I've been a busy boy. Until we see you at some point next week. Do you want to say goodnight? We will see you next week. Love you as always. Looking forward to it. Until next time, just not next Friday, have a blessed week. Don't forget. Facebook. It's my birthday next week. Oh, that too. <laughs> Facebook, Periscope, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, 
go find us. You won't be disappointed, I promise you. Thanks for being on with me this week. Thank you for being on with me this week. Yeah, I was going to say the GNC show would look a bit <coughs> funny with just the C. <laughs> <laughs>